guys, Alana here. I hope that you are having a fabulous day. I hope that your word counts are absolutely soaring and that you are feeling energized and creatively um, inspired and fulfilled. What I want to talk to you about today is writing with depression, whether or not you consider yourself a depressed person, whether or not you're struggling with depression at this exact minute, there's going to be tips on just creativity, productivity, inspiration, regardless of your kind of state of your mental health right now. But I have struggled with depression for a decent chunk of my adult life. Most of the time, it's just kind of there in the background. Sometimes it hits me real hard. So I want to talk specifically in the framework of writers with depression. But like I said, hopefully, regardless of what you may or may not struggle with in terms of your mental health, you're going to find some good takeaways, some good nuggets for your creativity and for your productivity. So a huge thing is just to be gentle with yourself. This is also going to apply. Maybe your issue, it's not depression. Maybe your issue is that you have a crazy hectic schedule. Whatever it is that you feel is keeping you from being productive. For me lately, it's been depression. For you, it might be something totally different. I really encourage you to be gentle with yourself. Life happens. There are some things that we cannot change. There are some things that we just have to learn to be flexible, to bend and go with the flow. So if you have a chronic illness, for example, and you wake up and there is literally not the physical energy to get words done. You've got to be gentle with yourself. You've got to be okay with that. Same thing if it's depression or whatever. Now, it can turn into times where we just make excuses. And I think that's where we need to learn to develop some of our intuition. And this is going to come easily for more easily for some of us than for others. What I mean by developing your intuition is just being able to discern the difference. Are you just maybe tired and kind of at this point where you're feeling blocked because the story you're working on is hard and you need to just plug your way through it? Or are you truly experiencing something like, you know, depression or a chronic illness where you need to slow down and be okay with that? There's not a real easy way to determine which, uh, you know, which camp you're in if you're struggling and need to slow down or if you're struggling and needs to not give up and just plow through it, which is why I really encourage you to keep on developing your sense of intuition. Really check in with your body, check in with your emotions, check in with your brain. I sometimes think of my creativity, some people might call it their muse, is kind of a thing separate from myself. And if you're like that, check in with your muse and say, hey, are we good? Are, are we okay? Is is it going to be a writing day? And hopefully it is, even if it's, you know, a little bit of a slower writing day that you might want, which brings me to my next point, And that is to always reward success, even if it's a little tiny baby step. So at the worst of your depression, maybe success means you got up and made yourself breakfast and you stayed out of bed for a whole hour, right? That's something to celebrate if that's truly the extent of the energy you've got. Maybe for you, you're celebrating that you wrote 10,000 words yesterday. Regardless, you need to celebrate those successes. Otherwise, you're going to kind of like resent yourself for driving yourself so hard. So again, let's go back to thinking about our creativity as a separate entity. And if you're pushing your creativity so hard and never just sitting back and saying, hey, good job, then it's going to be harder to just keep that pace up. So regardless whether you're doing 10,000 words in a day or you're just excited because you got, you know, a couple paragraphs done, celebrate 
every single milestone, every single achievement, every single success. I like to end my day just journaling not only the things I'm grateful for, I think gratitude is so important, but also just do a quick inventory. Hey, what'd you get done today? Because I almost always am going to guarantee you that on days when you think you got nothing done, if you actually sat down and had to write down the things that you did, then you would see, okay, I actually got a lot done. I responded to five different emails. I scheduled a newsletter. I got this ad promotion going and I sent my book to my editor. Okay, so maybe you didn't write, you didn't have a writing sprint, but you still got a lot done. It's important to celebrate all of those achievements. Another thing when you're when you're at your worst, maybe this has to do with physical illness or depression or just kind of a chaotic schedule, really encourage you to learn to kind of triage your tasks. So when my depression is at its worst, what I'll ask myself is, what is the thing that I have the most energy to do? And I make myself a promise that I am going to function at my highest level, my highest energy level in any given day. Sometimes that means like when I'm really, really, really low, sometimes that means I check my email and I keep the family fed, right? And again, those are achievements to celebrate, but I kind of go into it with this promise with myself. It's it's almost like, I, I almost think about it as I'm, I'm like coming to a compromise with my depression. And I say, okay, depression, if you're gonna keep me from writing today, that's your prerogative. I can't necessarily stop you, but I'm still going to function at the highest level I can. So my triage kind of looks like this. The thing that takes the most mental energy is writing a rough draft. Below that would be things like editing, Below that would be more of the marketing, right? So sometimes I don't have the energy to do the fiction world, but I've got energy to do the ads. And so that's what I'm going to do. So I kind of see that as triaging your to-do list and maybe it'll work for you to kind of make yourself that same promise to always be functioning at your highest at any given moment, recognizing that sometimes your highest is gonna look like somebody else's basement. So I encourage you not to compare yourself to someone else, not to compare your output to someone else, or even to compare your output today to your output last year when life was different or circumstances were different. But really, and again, this is again why we're developing a sense of intuition, this question of what do I have the energy for to do today and how can I max that out? couple other just kind of brief things to throw out there. I already mentioned it once, but I, I want to make sure to hone in on is to always make gratitude kind of a hallmark of who you are and what you do. Maybe this means that before you start your writing sprint, you express gratitude to your readers that they're going to be reading these words that you've got. Maybe it means that you end your day just journaling a couple great things that happens to you. However it looks for you, I really feel like when we go into our work with a sense of gratitude, that absolutely helps us to stay positive. And lastly, I just want to encourage you to not forget to do the things that are going to nurture your sense of creativity and inspiration. I feel like as authors, yeah, we need to be reading, but I also believe, and this is my opinion, my opinion is we also should be taking in all kinds of other creative art forms because that can be really inspiring as just an example. My my kids and I got into this Netflix show. It was a documentary about glass blowers and it, it took like, you know, they start with 10 and each week someone gets eliminated sort of thing. And it was actually very inspiring to watch people who are creative artists like I am, but their work is totally different than my work. But some of the things are exactly the same. There's just this universal 
creative process. And so getting to enjoy somebody else's creative process, whether they're a dancer or a visual artist, or maybe you just love watching amazing movies and TV shows because that fills your creativity. Whatever it is for you, I encourage you to give yourself the the freedom and to to enjoy those things and to really consider them part of your workflow. As much as we're expending creative energy, I think it's important that we also just kind of absorb creative energy by enjoying good books, good movies, good theater, whatever it is that kind of makes you feel creatively inspired, it's important to make that also just part of your kind of week to week or month to month workflow. It's a great thing to do like on a day off. You know, I want to watch this movie because I love it. It's fun and entertaining, but it also is filling this purpose of inspiring you as a creative. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I really, truly hope that whatever state you guys are in, in your writing, in your marketing, in your career, and your day-to-day life, that you are feeling healthy and inspired and that you've got lots and lots of good energy going into your work today. And we'll talk to you later. You've been listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. If you want some help with your Amazon ads and don't know where to start, you can get the Amazon ads starter kit for free when you sign up at courses.alanaterry.com slash kit. This will give you everything you need to get your ads running in 30 minutes or less when you sign up for free at courses.alanaterry.com slash kit for your Amazon ads starter kits today.